Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews about and sounds of Chicago government. I'm Dave Gloetz. In this episode, we'll hear Chicago Alderman debating a proposal to provide tax increment financing to Metra. That debate took place during a January meeting of the City Council's Committee on Finance with some commentary by my colleague, Chicago Reader columnist Ben Jarofsky. That's in the standard version of the episode you're about to hear. In the premium version of the episode, which you can get by subscribing at shygov.com, you can hear excerpts from the January meeting of the City Council's Committee on Public Safety, where Alderman talked about the city's carjacking epidemic, a controversy around a proposal for a community policing outpost on the far south side. Plus, you can hear excerpts from the full city council meeting in January, where Alderman spoke about a proposed ordinance to change the way law enforcement deals with undocumented immigrants, and remarks from the mayor. Also in the premium episode, you can hear Alderman talk about proposed methods for redistricting wards as a result of the 2020 census. Here's the standard episode. We're talking about the Committee on Finance, which met on January 25. The item that we're going to talk about is the committee considering an intergovernmental agreement with Metro to provide $850,000 in tax increment financing. Ben's eyes light up. (laughs) (laughs) for an engineering study to improve six railroad crossings where the Milwaukee district line runs west of Halstead, just south of Kinsey. This engineering study would be funded by the Kinsey Industrial TIF District, which is in the 27th Ward, represented by Alderman Walter Burnett. We're going to hear Finance Committee Chair Alderman Scott Wagesback taking comments from Alderman before the committee vote. Let's listen. Alderman Dowell. I am not a big fan of Metra. I have been asking Metra for a very long time to do something about the curb appeal at your 47th and LaSalle Street facility. I have supported your investment in terms of building a new facility out there, but the way you handle your grounds, I'm very disappointed in the lack of response from Metra. I don't know if you treat all the communities in Chicago this way. I'm glad to see you're making an investment near downtown, but I am not going to support this with a yes vote until I see Metro do better in my own neighborhood. Alderman Austin? I echo the same sentiments that Alderman Dow does. We've been complaining for the last 10 years, I know, in regards to the station at 120th and Hulse. I know that Metro would not allow this in any other neighborhood. But for years, you just continue to neglect us, maybe because we're on the far south side and you haven't got to us in 20 years. So for me, Mr. Chairman, and this, I'm like Alderman Dow, nothing against my colleague, but I can't continue to vote for things such as this for Metro, and they do nothing in our community. Alderman Sadlowski-Garza. I'd like to echo my illustrious colleagues, um, Chairman Austin and Chairman Dow. For the five years that I've been here, 87th Street Metro Station, Um, 93rd is a pig pen. My staff, we have cleaned it. We have gone out there and taken weed whackers and picking up garbage. They don't do anything to collaborate, to help. I'm tired of begging them to do something. And I would like to be recorded as a no on this as well. Alderman Burnett. I just want to express to everyone 
this tip is going to expire in my war. This is a window of time that I have to be able to get this study done in order to try to get a stop over this community. So I asked oh, my colleagues to bear with me and allow us to do this study, and I'll jack up Metro with you all. Alderman Lopez. I'm sure you can appreciate my colleagues' urgency over years and decades trying to get you to answer some of these issues. And if nothing motivates you more than the fact that we're going to withhold money from this project until you start answering some of the other ones, I'd like to move to hold this item until Metro returns an answer on the outstanding issues that have been raised by a number of colleagues up until this point. Alderman Burnett. This is the prime area that contributes to the Neighborhood Opportunity Fund. My constituents in this community get somewhat frustrated when they see so much money coming out of their area to go on the south and the west side. So I have to do things in this community also to let them know that they're not forgotten about. This is one of the main things that they bring up every time I'm in a community meeting, talking about these developments that the Neighborhood Opportunity Fund is coming from is about these railroad crossings. Alderman Dowell. I am willing to support Alderman Burnett through the committee vote here today, but I need Metro to give me an answer on what I've been asking for for the last year, over a year before Wednesday. And if I don't get that before Wednesday, and I'm not satisfied with that, my vote on Wednesday will be no. Alderman Burnett mentions the Neighborhood Opportunity Fund. Essentially, that is a fund that is funded by developers who pay to build bigger and wider in the central business district than the zoning for their property would normally allow. So it's kind of like build more fee. Those fees go into this fund that the city turns around and uses to award grants to community groups in the south and west sides. So Burnett is saying... You know, the people in my area are aware that the development funds this fund that gets then sent to other parts of the city and they're looking for quid pro quo, things like that. What a joke. It's almost an insult to hear Walter Burnett passing on the crocodile tears of well-to-do residents or developers, probably developers, who uh, live or uh, operating out of the near west side, a booming, gentrifying area that has been underwritten by city subsidies for years, completely promoting all the inequities that make the TIF program so atrocious. And Walter Burnett should be leading the charge against these kinds of inequities. But instead, he overlooks the unfair distribution of economic development dollars that the TIFs represent. So the point is, if you view expenditures of public dollars, including Neighborhood Development Fund and TIF, Walter Burnett's ward gets way more than Carrie Austin's ward. And Carrie Austin's ward on the far south side is the neighborhood that is supposed to be benefiting from the TIF program. But because this program is so corrupt and so unfair, most of the money goes to gentrifying neighborhoods. That's all we've got for the standard episode. If you'd like to hear the full-length premium version of the episode, including material from January sessions of the Chicago City Council not heard on any other podcast, please subscribe at shygov.com. Or if you're already a subscriber, log in at shygov.com, go to the Chicago menu, and choose City Council. As always, listeners, we welcome your comments, questions, and suggestions for future interviews. 
Using email, you can get those to us via comment at shygov.com. Using Facebook, go to facebook.com slash insidegov. I'm Dave Glowatz. Thanks for listening.